here we go. A good nerve Shabbos. And um, we have completed this section on Yira. And there's one, there's one final short section that Bovavi has. And then we finish uh, Sefer Aleph, the first Sefer of Bovavi. And either we'll be Zeche, hopefully we'll be able to, uh, it seems we'll be able to accomplish this this one week. Maybe it'll take us two weeks. We'll see. But Bovavi gives us one final section, one final stage to focus on, to know, to connect to, to realize about how connected we are to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now in this section, I just want to say, give a disclaimer in the beginning. I kind of understand a little drop of what the Avaida is. I don't fully grasp it. I don't fully grasp the Avaida. It seems this is the Avaida itself, is knowing that we're never going to fully grasp. But there's one Madrega in this section, which is called Hiskalulus, which to translate this into English is, we've been dealing with Dvekas to Hashem, clinging and closeness to Hashem. Hiskalulus is complete integration with Hashem. Complete integration. It's a short chapter. It's a short chapter. And we'll, we'll learn it through together. We'll see what we can extrapolate from this. We'll see what we can pull out. I'm sure many of us are going to be able to uh, connect with uh, a lot of it in, in, in ways that we're capable of grasping. And there's going to be some things that, that uh, really are incapable. But as we go through, I'll, I'll explain why it's chashuv to know it's very chashuv to know. And I want to give uh, what we're capable of grasping and what we're not. And I want to just give a, a, a little thought to keep in mind as we go through this. It's something that has irked me. Irked means it, it piques my interest. And that is, we know in Yiddishkeit, we're instructed to constantly ask and ask and ask and ask. There's no question that is off limits. However, we need to be humble enough to realize that a lot of the answers simply cannot be grasped by a human mind. So as much as I'm allowed to ask, it's simply not smart to go past a certain line of trying to understand. Sometimes we can go to a place that's detrimental. Now again, not to chas v'shalom say a person should just take a leap of faith. That's not the religion we're in. We don't take leaps of faith. But what we do need to understand is at a certain point when you have enough knowledge about something, we also need to recognize the mind cannot grasp everything. We're limited entities. This section is going to help mold us to know how far to allow our brains to think. And at what point is there a cutoff? Where it says, at this point, there's something called emuna pshuta. It just is. You don't need to contemplate it. You don't need to think about it. Thinking is crucial. Thinking is important. There is a line where it's detrimental. 
Again, not that we're shutting down our minds, but we become humble enough to know this is no longer human. But what is that line? Where is that? Where is it? So as we learn through Torah, there are times where Chazal will instruct us and say, it's detrimental for a person to think about what was before my Sebracious, what happened before Hashem created this world, things of that sort. It's going to be a lot of mental gymnastics. You're not going to fully understand the Rabban Shalom any better anyway. You can't fathom nothingness. What does that mean? We do find times and places in Chazal. Chazal say, you know what? It's, it's beyond. It's beyond human comprehension. Within our understanding of our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's a time and place also to know that things just are. And the human mind is simply limited. We're not the infinite. This section, Be'ez Hashem, will start to give us a little bit of a inkling of when that happens. It's very practical. right? We have to know that. When does it happen where I'm supposed to now take a step back and say, Tumblr, I've gone. Until here, after that, uh, there's no tachlis. There's no, there's, there's no point. Of, of even trying to grasp that. So here we go. Kofayin Ches. 178. When a person has the merit. And we've attained what we've been working on. Feeling the Rebbe Shalom Mamish with me. At my side. Mamish. 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 Yeah. Right near him. Then the Avaida becomes... Ani delay by Yisparach Shemai, which means I am Hashem's. I am His. Ani delay. I am His. V'hinei avoid the zuba ifin kali yesh ba gibol bechinas. In a general, in a general sense, there's three levels. There's three levels that this. Works within. Okay, there's, there's three stages to work through, to work through within this. What are the three stages? Stage number one, the first bechina, is the understanding in the depths of the nefesh of the spirit. The truth is, we're going to go to places that are very difficult to grasp. So here we go. We're dealing with deep stuff here, but we're going to get it. It's not, it's not complicated. It just takes awareness. takes thinking. So we have to know the truth is everything that, that has been created the I we say we are a, a we're a part of HaKadosh Baruch What does that mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu's portion. Vayidamru says the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu v'Yisrael Chad. The Rebbein Shalom HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Medrash says, are one. Vayidamru, it also says, Shehabriya b'bechinas kehodin kamtay d'levushem minei ubei. It says that the creation is like a snail that has a body and a shell. Vayidamamarim rabbi me'inelu, and there's a lot of other expressions, statements such as these, kula mayrim es'aymek enyan, and each one, in a different way, get to the depths of the Indian. That in a sense, in a sense, 
the creation is, so to speak, part of HaKadosh Baruch All of creation, if Sashem created something, that means it is part of him. Now what does this mean? Vihine. Behold. Now, so that means we're part of HaKadosh Baruch You're part of HaKadosh Baruch I'm part of HaKadosh Baruch But what does this mean? We say, person is created the image of Hashem, we're a chelak elikami mal. Hashem breathes his, his breath, same way the breath comes from us and enters the, the same way you feel a breath, but it doesn't minimize. Hashem breathed himself into each of us and he's not minimized either, but we're an expression of, we're an R, we're a light of Hashem. What's happening? What, what does this mean? What's happening? He says, many great people have tried to get to the depths of this and tried to explain it with different ways and different parables. You should know, Saif call Saif, at the end of the matter, it's, it's all secret. It's all hidden. We're never going to fully, something that's been created cannot fully grasp its creator. Same way, we have no understanding of infinity. What does Ein Saif mean, right? Gam Ein Shayach Lahavi Yasadavar Shuchik Ben Yakav Yachol V'Daik Ma'ayd Ma'ayd V'Dal Lahavin. Yeah, the, the same way the the some, something which is is uh, in, infinity, something that's infinite, cannot be understood. We can't understand a part of that infinity either. V'Lakach and therefore Oifin Advekas B'Mechinazu. So the way to uh, connect myself to this phase, to this stage. The way to connect to being fully integrated, I am a mal. How do I grasp that? You should know it's not going to happen through the mind. The mind cannot grasp this concept. This is not academia. This is not this is not intellectualism. These things will actually get in your way. It's through total emuna. Now, Bez Hashem, in coming weeks, we're going to learn what emuna is. Because the, when we hear the word emuna, our mind grass, takes in something. And Bez Hashem, we're going to have an avayda where we're going to take that word, throw it out the window for a short while, and say, I'm empty. Teach me what this means, right? So let's not, we have to make sure that we're understanding emuna. We're not limiting it to the way that we first heard it. Yeah, the, the, the way to do this is not with intellectualism. It's with complete amuna in the words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the words of Chazal, of our Chachamim. And when a person connects his thoughts to this idea, often, now what does it mean, this, this idea? Just very simply. Very simply, that Kaddish Baruch Hu is the infinite. I am the create. I have been created, and I'm connected to that infinite. I'm just part of the infinite, which we'll explain how to do that. The light only not not without trying to understand, you know, the whole concepts of it. But and I express this. And this concept is regularly on my mind and my tongue. It's not, it's not an intellectual thing. We're going to merit to integrate with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and we're going to feel part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, "I'm going to be careful with this." 
Al Yinasa, do not struggle Sikolcha with your mind, your Seikhullah. It's not even worthwhile trying to even grasp fully intellectually what we're dealing with over here. The infinite cannot be grasped by a, by a finite mind. Your heart desires to understand. Go back to your place. There's times where your desire is going to tell you, I need to... I need to know more. I need to know everything. I need to know everything. In order to understand this, sometimes you got to go back to your place. You got to go back to the basics, the simple things. Arashara Dover Yitvas, to have a simple idea of this, of what we're saying, until it is grasped via skala and then gets revealed. In the feelings of the heart and not through the intellectualism of the heart. And now we get to the second stage. Which is above the first stage. So we're getting to the second. What's the first stage? First stage is starting to tell me, you know where the mind, you know where my trying to grasp stops? Not that my questions have to stop. But I have to know, until here, Tendler will understand. And that is, when I start trying to understand the infinite, not happening. When I try to start trying to understand the vastness and the breadth of our Creator, not happening. Take a step back. This happens both intellectually and this happens, as we know, with the Creator running the world too. In order to understand why Hashem does what He does, you have to understand Hashem. And that is impossible. That's impossible. When something is impossible, it's a waste of time to try continuing to be intellectual with it. How do you handle it? With a munubshuta. That's the way to deal. That's phase one. Phase two is a higher level. And this is, get ready for this. Chavra, this is beautiful. Beautiful, I don't know what he's talking about. We'll grasp it a little bit. We'll, we'll get his concept. Not near this madrega. It doesn't mean we shouldn't we shouldn't continue striving and steiging it. Then The next level is it's not even me being integrated with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Get ready for this. It is there's no me to integrate with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, in stage number one, I'm involved with me. There's me. There's me, but I'm connected to Hashem. There's a me, the Yesh Bari, and there's a Creator. The I is connected to the Creator. Integrated. We're one. But I still consider myself to be a separate entity of Hashem. Here we go. What's the second phase? What's the second level of understanding? Integration. There's no longer any I. There's no longer any me. Unless the Torah says there has to be a me. Meaning, if the Torah says love your neighbor like yourself, after that means there has to be a you over here. When the Torah says you should give tzedakah, then there's a you to give tzedakah. But that's it. That's only that, that, that's, that's the extent of the I. 
of the self. This self is part of HaKadosh Baruch It's only with Hashem. And every time a person thinks about me, in a positive way, a negative way, Godless, shiftless, positive, uh, greatness, lowliness. So when you get the stage of integration, it's, it's not me anymore. It's not I'm haughty about myself or I'm sad about myself. There's no myself. I'm a chelik alaykamimal. There's only the rabbinish right? So when I start thinking like this, I, I train myself to go back and think that there's only Hashem. So why is there ever a self? You know why? Because in the Torah in the Holy Torah, there has to be a self. Many mitzvahs, there has to be a self. So whenever it's necessary for me to be an I, that's when I deal with myself. Right? If I say, uh, I got to do a cheshben and nefesh, then there's a me. I need to make a cheshben and nefesh. Otherwise, when it comes to other matters, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does that mean? And take this, uh, staying in this sense in the, in the deeper place. If there's no longer a self, there's also nobody else. If, I, if, if I'm not living in a place where it's, it's me, that means I'm also not living in a place where I'm dealing with people. I'm only dealing with HaKadosh Baruch Everything I deal with in life, I'm just dealing with Hashem. So, but I, you need to deal with people, again, the same as when I need to deal with myself. And that is, People need to exist. You know why? Because I have a chiv, I have an obligation to be nice and kind and give tzedakah and smile and, and, and uh, make sure that your needs are my needs. So I need to make sure, that's when I need to deal with creation. When the Torah says you need to deal with creation. If the Torah doesn't say you need to deal with creation, guess what? There's no creation. So if the Torah doesn't tell me to be jealous, the Torah doesn't tell me to be, run after honor, the Torah doesn't tell me to do it. So what is it? Honor is foolish. Jealousy is foolish. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's only the Kaddish Baruch. That doesn't exist because that's not in a place where the Tairak Daisha demands that there's anything besides for Hashem. If the Torah demands something besides for Hashem, it's there. If it doesn't demand something besides for Hashem, then there's only Hashem. So there's no place for any of these Midas traits that get in our way. Dikr Nefesh is Tafus, is bound with Yisbarach Shemai. With uh, with Baruch This is when a person is able to shift from the attachment to being connected to this world and being connected to myself, and I'm zayche only to be integrated with Hashem. This level that we're referring to of complete integration. And 
realizing there's no nothing that's really myself. I'm I'm so special. I'm just a chelak alikami mal. Is above the level of dvekas. Why? Like we're explaining, he's mitzada dvekas. Really comes to clinging and connection. There's me and there's banishlam. It's a separate entity. We're clinging. We're connected. It's a high madrega, but there's still a separation. It's two entities bound together. But this integration idea that we're mentioning over here, it's not me being integrated. There's no me. It's the rebanshla. Everything's rebanshla. And this is what we mean over here when we're dealing with when we're dealing with hiskalulus. This is integration. Everything is based upon perception of the one who's there. If I'm not connected to something, and by the way, we know this in the physical world, yeah. We only see things that our mind is trained for us to see. There are many people that see, you can look, me and you can be watching the same thing. You are noticing certain things that I will not see and I'm noticing things you simply do not see. We're watching the same exact thing. You're seeing something and I'm seeing something and they're different things. And when a person is able to reach this madriga, this level, and remove his thoughts of me, and all I think about is the Creator. Azai Einani. There's no self. He says, This is deep, 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 deep stuff. We're scratching the surface, something that is, again, beyond a finite mind. But we can tap into, we, we could grasp a, a little bit of what's happening over here. A little bit. Now, so we've discussed the two phases. The two, two levels of Hiskalus. Level one of Hiskalus is um, knowing that I am and I'm intertwined, I'm integrated with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I'm thinking about this and I know the, the, the limit of my abilities, of my mind, the finite, can't, can't understand the infinite. So I got to live within a munupshuta. At a certain point, every single person cannot live with an articulate emuna. We start out like that. It's always going to reach a point where it becomes emuna pshuta. It's just so simple. It's there. It's a reality. It's an existence. And then we have the second, the second phase, which is that it's not even me being integrated with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's that there's only HaKadosh Baruch Hu and everything is, everything is integrated into Hashem. Now this phase, this concept, could be split up into two. You think about and contemplate God's infinity with everything, His vastness, His greatness, His actions. The doing. And Thinking about the essence of Hashem. So there's God's essence and then the way that God interacts. There's no real 
his baidadas happening in this, right? It's it's a simple thought that there's there's a creator to these things. Now, this simple thought, So then, this is a higher level, because when a person attaches this concept constantly, so then, whenever wherever a person is, I know it's, there's no me, there's no them, it's just HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's it. And when this happens, yeah, I, I'm like he's the the only existence. I'm like I'm I'm completely integrated in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's still difficult to understand. Yeah, this is it's difficult. We, we're 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 getting a little bit, but again, we're dealing with concepts that are beyond. But it's training us what's considered beyond. Person has to understand that this phase obligates one to remove complicated thoughts and become one with Hakadosh Baruch. So now we have phase one, which is I should be integrated with Hashem. Phase two is is not even an I to integrate with Hashem. All that exists is Hashem's actions and Hashem's essence. And here's the final stage and phase of this concept of his scholarless, of integration. And that is Habachina Shlishis. He advekas kipshutai. It's attaching to the idea of Ein Aid Milvadai. There is literally nothing besides for Akadish Baruch. Literally nothing. Not me, not you, not this, not that. Ein Aid means there is no other, nothing other, Milvadai besides for him. If Hashem created something, we got to listen to this closely, we got to grasp this closely. If Hashem made something, its essence is part of him. Anything that's made is a simple, in a small way, a physical expression, a small part of what Hashem is. It's not limiting Hashem, chas it's not making God physical. But everything that's in existence is milvadai. Ein aid, there's nothing else. Milvadai. All these words that we're speaking about integration with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I ran through this. He says we're running through this. This this section, this final section of the first book of Bulvavi. He says I'm I'm just touching on it, giving a little taste of what we're dealing with. Why? But he says people who are big people. Who want complete shleimus? before it. You could learn into this a little more with more details, with more specifics. He says, "Why am I? Why, why are we wrapping up the sefer chelak aleph like this?" He says, "I'm just coming Just just to give a little bit of a spark of the great light of these concepts of these ideas. Yeah, I'm just coming to awaken the neshama to to what this is." For whom Hashikos of Chazal, 
hates its love, Baal Habira, the owner of the palace, looked to this person, the Tam Nishlam, he ends off, he says, this is the end of the, the Sefer, Tam, it's complete, I'm not writing any, V'loi Nishlam, it's not complete, we're done, Tam, we're done, V'loi Nishlam, it's not a complete uh, justice to the topics that we're learning, Hashem, and if Hashem is, gives us the schus, gives us the merit, Namshech will continue laharchiv es to keep expanding upon, uh, keep expanding upon uh, these ideas. Okay, and then Bovavi was zeichet to write uh, the second, uh, the second chelak, which Bez Hashem next week we will uh, will get into, um, and uh, the next chelak as we're going to see. This was like a general overview. This Chilak Aleph is a, is a big taste of the foundational ideas that we need for, for our, uh, our Yiddishkeit. And what Bovavi is going to do with Chilak Beis is take these ideas, which for us, he's going to review a lot of what it is. He's not going to do it in a way of review. He's going to mention a lot of what we've learned and then teach us the action of application. There's an applicable action to each idea that we're learning, because Yiddishkeit is a religion of action, it's not a religion of knowledge and belief only. You have to take it and, and create something, make it life, Tairus, Tairus Chaim, and Be'ez Hashem, in, uh, in uh, the, the next Sefer, the overarching idea is going to be, it's going, going to be based upon Amuna, but it's going to be a, it's, it's going to be a, a type of amuna that we're going to have to clear our minds, like we mentioned towards the beginning of our shir. We have to clear our minds and pretend we're a nursery and we never heard this word before. Because if we just say it's going to be based upon amuna, we're going to be limiting and we keep the, the definition of amuna the way our minds understand it now, we're very much going to be limiting what Bavavi is going to be teaching us. He's going to explain to us what amuna in, in his terms certainly are. A lot of us learn about uh, Amuna and from other Svarim and things of that sort, but it's it's worthwhile that while we're learning the Sefer inside to to clear the mind with no preconceived prejudice of what you know what what the translation is and and allow Bavavi Bez Hashem to help rebuild uh, what this what this idea of uh, of Amuna is and Bez Hashem he's going to teach us how to make. This idea, the foundation of each of our uh, of our structures in our lives. In the beginning of of Chelak Aleph, we'll just end with this. Bavav explained that the reason why he's bringing down these ideas for us is so that Yiddishkeit doesn't become a bunch of random snacks of mitzvahs. I grab a mitzvah here, grab a mitzvah there. There should be more structure to it. That even though yes, every time a mitzvah comes your way, you grab it and you chop a rind. But there, there's, there's got to be found, certain things that are foundational. Certain mitzvahs that are foundational. Other mitzvahs are the first floor, second floor, third floor. Certain midas, so on and so forth. He's going to help. In, in Chelek Beis, we're going to start to build that structure. Start build up from the bottom. Which ideas, how does it play in? How does it play into our lives? How does it play, play into our relationships? How does it play into our businesses and our, our interactions and shuls and communities? And, uh, you know, it's not going to happen fast. Bovavi, as we, we've come to learn, uh, dwells upon things and teaches us to take our time and, and contemplate. But that's really going to be the Avaida of, uh, of Chelek Bez, Bez Hashem. The Hashem should give us the opportunity 
to uh, to learn this all together, hopefully from Yerushalayim. Bez Hashem, Mashiach will be here, and even, certainly if Mashiach's here, and when Mashiach's here, we're going to have to have a greater uh, understanding so we can we can live in that uh, that more Halegu way. But Bez Hashem will pick up from Halegu uh, Bez next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.